Welcome to Talking Shop with Teresa and Bree, the show where we dish out tips and advice for mystical business owners and service providers. If you're wondering what a mystical business owner is, well, here's what it is. If you're working as a tarot card reader, an astrologer, a Reiki healer, intuitive counselor, oracle, medium, or any kind of spiritual or mystical art as part of your profession, we're talking about you. I'm Teresa, and where are you, Bree? Hey, hey everyone, I'm Bree. So we've both been self-employed mystics running our own businesses for decades upon decades. We know what goes into running a successful business. We know exactly how much heart, grit, and hustle it takes to get your business afloat and keep things rocking along. And so in that line of thought, we do this show together once a month because we love sharing the business strategies that we've learned over the years. And we love seeing our fellow mystics thrive and succeed. It is truly one of the things that makes us so, so happy. In each episode of Talking Shop, we tackle a different topic. And this year for 2020, we're focusing on astrology for business, which Teresa and I are both super passionate about. So today's topic without further ado, is missed connections and miscommunications, Mercury retrograde and business. Thanks so much for tuning in to listen. Let's get this show started. Right on. And you know, I got to say one thing, Brie. Most people have heard about Mercury retrograde. There's even a song about Mercury retrograde that some country music band did. So, um, it's out there. Um, you know, there's a lot of people talking about it in different places. So I think we probably need to explain what a retrograde is in general, not just Mercury retrograde. What is a retrograde, Bree? How do you explain that? All right. So retrograde, um, we're going to, we're going to go back to some fifth grade science. So all of you will remember or pretend like you do that a planet travels an elliptical orbit. So it looks basically like an oval that the planet traces throughout the sky. When a planet goes retrograde, and every planet does go retrograde from time to time, what is happening is that from Earth's vantage point, it appears that the planet is going backwards in its elliptical orbit. It is not actually going backwards. Planets don't do that. But from our vantage point, it looks like they do. And of course, when we think about astrology, it's important to remember that before there were all of the amazing books on astrology and the web programs on astrology, the way that people did astrology is they looked up at the sky. So, you know, think about people looking at the sky. You've been tracing the progress of a bright planet like Mercury, and all of a sudden it seems to be going backwards in the sky. That is what a retrograde is. Now, classically, in the ancient world, a retrograde was actually understood as the planet descending into the underworld. And I think that's a useful piece of information to have as we talk about retrogrades because it really kind of provides some nuance into what retrogrades are and what we find when we start working with them. Teresa, would you add anything to that? No, I think that you've really explained that as 
simply as possible. You know, I think retrograde too, people really do assume the planet's going backwards, right? Because the human eye, it's like it looks like it's going that way in the sky, but it's really not at all. It's just a slower orbit. So, you know, they, they, whenever a planet is retrograde, they're always telling us that we have to maybe be thinking a little, we need to slow down our own orbit and be a little bit more mindful. I like that. I like that. That's good. All right. So, Teresa, what do business owners need to know about the Mercury retrograde? And maybe we should just talk a little bit in your answer, Teresa. Just give us like a quick couple of sentences about Mercury retrograde in particular because it is becoming more popular. My favorite bath company, Lush, even has a Mercury retrograde bath bomb now. Um, but oh there are God. still some people who may not know. I know. I know. I saw it at Christmas time and I was like, shut the front door. That is so awesome. So, but some people may not know specifically about Mercury retrograde. So give us a little right. taste of what that's about and then let's talk about how um, it affects business. What do business owners need to know and be aware of? Sure. Well, you know, Mercury is the messenger god, and Mercury rules travel and communication and technology. So when Mercury is retrograde, those areas can be impacted. You know, oftentimes tra- people experience travel issues, communication problems, and tech woes. Um, so, you know, some of the standard things that you really want to think about is that you really want to become a lot more mindful about your communication. If you're traveling, you want to plan for delays uh, because very likely if you're going anywhere for business during a Mercury retrograde, you might find that maybe situations come up that really slow you down. It could be a traffic jam. It could be a plane that gets delayed. And also, lots of people end up with technology issues, websites crashing, weird stuff going on. So, you know, these are all things that can happen during a Mercury retrograde. And for business owners, the thing, the advice I always give them, back up your computers, do not buy new tech gear, plan for delays, think very long and hard about the messages you're trying to convey, because if there's any time you're going to put your foot in the mouth publicly, this will be it. Don't sign contracts. And if you need to get new tech gear, by all means, wait possible for the Mercury retrograde to be passed. And then the last thing that I say is do not launch anything new during a Mercury retrograde. Do not start a new business. Do not launch a new product. You can relaunch things, but do not launch anything. Um, You know, always remember, too, you put RE in front of everything. And the biggest thing is review and revise. Review and revise. Review your business. Review your communication. Review your plans and revise them as necessary. Do you have any other tips that you'd like to give about business that business owners need to know for Mercury Retrograde? I feel like you covered it all really well. The one thing that I will also say, um, Mercury is was was classically understood as being the planet, and it still is, as being the planet of movement. And one of the things that business owners are often dealing with movement-wise is money, right? We have transactions coming in. We have transactions going out. So I always advise my clients to keep an eye on their finances during Mercury retrograde. Um, This is not something that you hear about as frequently, but I have seen identity Mm -hmm. theft 
happen during this period more frequently than at other times. And I've also just seen weird transactions showing up, like you get double charged for things or, you know, you don't, you're not charged for something that you should have or, you know, a deposit shows up in your bank account and you don't know where it's coming from or a, a debit shows up and you don't know what that is attached to. So this is an important time to, you know, really look at finances. And it's also a good time um, to get your finances in order. So, you know, yeah. the Mercury retrograde we have this year is going to be February 16th through March 9th. Well, this is a very good time to get your taxes in order, for instance, if you're in the U.S., you know, we, that way you go into April and everything's already been put into order. So that is something else I, I like personally to look at. Mm-hmm. All wise advice. Very wise. So i got to ask you something. Did you ever have a Mercury retrograde business horror story? Did you have anything ever go on that really got messed up? Yes. Yeah. So when I was writing my first book, Making Magic, I had handwritten the first two drafts of the manuscript. And I had finished typing the second draft into my computer, and it was in December, and it was Mercury retrograde, and my oldest son accidentally knocked my laptop on the ground on our kitchen tile floor, and it it died. And my manuscript was on it. And so I had to start... Um, from the beginning, which ended up being a huge blessing because I, I, you know, saw things and added things and opened some themes up in the, in the book, um, that probably are there as a result of that retrograde. But let me tell you, when I found out that my manuscript could not be retrieved from the laptop, I was not a happy camper. Um, and the other thing oh that God. I have noticed with my business, this is kind of funny. I have noticed that during Mercury Retrograde, I always run out of tape, like packing tape and, like, scotch <laughs> tape. So now it's crazy. It's so, so crazy. So now I always make sure to stock up on those supplies before Mercury goes retrograde because there's nothing as annoying as needing a piece of tape because you're sending a package to someone, you know, and you can't find it. It makes me crazy. Oh, my God. Yes, that would make me insane, too. One of my business yeah. horror stories, I mean, I've lost a manuscript, too. I don't think that was during a Mercury retrograde, though. But one of my business horror stories is I decided to get a new laptop during a Mercury retrograde. Girl, oh. that was such a hot mess. It had trouble right out of the gate. I mean, it, it, I had to take it back to the back store and I said, listen. This is completely messed up. They finally got me made whole, but I got to tell you, that laptop was never all that. So, yeah, it was never yeah. all that. So yeah, very it's really, definitely, if you can, yeah, if, if you cannot buy tech gear, you're totally right about that, Teresa. I've, I've bought a few things during Mercury retrograde, and they never worked the way they were supposed to. Nope. They've always done something effed up about it. So, that's been my experience. So, I, I've learned that. I'm not going to be a happy camper if I buy something during a Mercury retrograde. I learned. Excellent. Yeah, totally. So what about people who've had Mercury retrograde in their natal chart? 
This is something that I hear people say once in a while. Do you think they get a free pass during Mercury retrograde? I mean, is Mercury retrograde in your natal chart? Mercury retrograde is not in my natal chart, but it is in the natal chart of some family members. And, you know, I I think with this question, um, first of all, one of my favorite authors has Mercury retrograde in his chart, Neil Gaiman. For those of you who are Neil Gaiman fans, he has Mercury retrograde in his natal chart. Um, So it doesn't mean that you're doomed to, like, not be able to, you know, get a word out edgewise or complete a full thought. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that this is one of those places where you need to drill down a little bit more into the astrology. Um, For instance, Mm -hmm. I don't have Mercury retrograde in my chart, but I have Chiron in opposition to my Mercury, my natal Mercury, and I was born with a cleft palate, and I had to do seven years of speech therapy. So, like, Mm -hmm. that's not a retrograde story, but that is an impacted Mercury story. I've seen people who have Mercury retrograde in you know, a fairly uneventful sector of their chart, and they actually look forward to the retrograde period, and they they feel like, you know, for them, the retrograde period feel like things are really slow. Um, but then mm-hmm. I see other people who have Mercury retrograde maybe next to a couple of other planets or in a more difficult area of the chart, and it seems like they get hit twice as hard with the retrograde period. So I really think it varies. And I think this is one of the places where, you know, you want to go talk to an astrologer and, and actually look at your specific placement and what's around it and what's aspecting it in order to really get insight. And of course, the other thing to do is reflect on your experiences of Mercury retrograde. You know, is it a productive period for you or is it a period where you feel like you really always struggle and as soon as you hear it coming you want to hide your head in the sand what about you Teresa what's Mm -hmm. your take on that well you know I'm I gotta say I'm a little bit skeptical about that because I found that there are people who have mercury retrograde in their chart and they say things are worse for them during a mercury retrograde and then I've heard the other so I i I don't know. I don't think the jury's out on that. But I find that interesting when I once in a while hear people say, well, I got Mercury retrograde. I don't seem to have any problems in my chart when Mercury's retrograde. So I don't know. I'm, I'd like mm-hmm. to hear from our listeners what they think. I think that would be interesting. Yes, I like that, too. Yes, uh, everyone who has Mercury retrograde in your chart, write mm-hmm. in and let us know. Like, do you love this time of year? Do you loathe this time of year? Tell us your stories. So, we want to know. <laughs> yes, inquiring minds want to know. So this year, Mercury is going to be retrograde predominantly in water signs. I know for this first retrograde, like the last six days, it's in Aquarius, but for the majority of it, it's in Pisces. And then we have Cancer and we have Scorpio. So, Teresa, how do you think these retrogrades for 2020 are going to impact business? What do business owners need to be thinking about? I think a lot of it's going to have a big thing to do with our client care and boundaries. Because water signs are always about our emotions, right? And so I think what we could find is that there may be more misunderstandings. We may be dealing with more people who are bringing a lot of drama to us. Maybe if your business solves drama, that's a good thing. But it could also be people not respecting your boundaries. So I think that the big thing is you're going to have to shore up those boundaries really hard. 
core. That's just my thoughts. What do you think? I, I agree with that. You know, I think when we think about water, you know, water takes the form of whatever vessel it's put in. And so this is a time where your your vessels, so to speak, the structure of your business, the structure of your schedule, of your time is really, really important. And if there are leaks, they will make themselves known during this retrograde period, um, during all three of them. I also think because it's water, you know, I always see an uptick in, in what I refer to as matters of the heart. So mm-hmm. love relationships, um, healing, you know, areas where there's a need for healing, whether it's on the physical, emotional, spiritual level. There's always an uptick in situations like that. And so that is something who, you know, business owners and care providers need to be aware of. Um, you know, I always tell my clients, Mercury retrograde is not the time to have the, like, where are we going with this relationship conversation. Um, mm-hmm. And that's doubly true, in my opinion, when Mercury is retrograding through the water signs. You know, there's there's a lot of feeling, and that feeling is a great teacher, but you kind of need Mercury to be direct to have the clarity of thinking, to process and articulate those feelings in a in a useful way. Totally, totally agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. So what are your biggest tips for keeping your business running smoothly during Mercury Retrograde? You know, my biggest tip is to plan ahead actually. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, look at the retrograde, look at where it falls in your personal chart, look at where it falls if you have a natal chart for your business, look at where it falls for your business. And that will give you a really good sense of what challenges might come up. You know, if you have Mercury retrograde happening in your second house or if it's happening in the second house of your business, you can know that some funny money stuff is going to happen. So, like, you Mm -hmm. know, I really think with with this, it's like an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Um, I also think with Mercury retrograde, uh, it's a good idea during retrograde periods to have a little bit of extra time in your schedule because people are going to miss appointments uh, or they're going to be late for appointments. You may have things come up that make you miss appointments. So, you know, you kind of, you need a little bit more flexibility with time during your retrograde periods. This is also a really good time to go over your cancellation and missed appointment policies and make sure that those are, you know, visible to your clientele Mm -hmm. if you do any kind of like one-on-one or group work so that people know. If you're teaching during retrograde um, and you're using any kind of tech, you know, don't be surprised if there are technical issues with it. Um, It's nice to have an assistant who can kind of help you deal with those things so that you're not trying to do it on your own. And, um, you know, it's always good to have a backup plan, whether that's like an alternate date for the teaching or a different way to record it or to make it accessible to your people. So, you know, you just want to be aware of, of the potential kind of hijinks that Mercury mm-hmm. retrograde can throw into your, your daily business routine. And, you know, don't get into a panic when you're thrown off of your routine. You know, that's part of the 
the lesson of Mercury retrograde is is not to be so rigid in the way that we do things. And so, you know, if if you find that that an appointment is missed and it just throws off your entire week, there's a lesson there about how you're scheduling mm-hmm. yourself and you're not scheduling yourself with enough open time. So those are the things that I think are really important. And from a personal level, I always think it's a good idea to have a project for Mercury retrograde. So often for me, that has to do with like reorganizing my closets and my kitchen cabinets because those are areas I have two small children. So those areas are always crazy. And I feel so much better when they're brought to order. And I think it's good to kind of have a personal project. I think it's almost like an offering that you can make to Mercury Retrograde and say, hey, I'm aware of you. And this is, Mm -hmm. I'm donating some of my time and effort into this project in honor of your retrograde. So, you know, be nice. (laughs) Yes. I love that. That's so, so smart. A project that's not business-wise. It's kind of like you're offering it to the gods then. That's right. That's exactly right. Now, what about you, T? What do you, what do you think businesses really need to think about and plan for to run smoothly during a retrograde period? I mean, really everything, every tip that you've given is, is super brilliant. And I would also say the only thing that I, I tell people a million times, back up your tech, back up your tech, make sure your phone, that everything is updated on your phone. You know, you get those little updates every so often. Just make sure that all of your stuff with the technology world is backed up, including your website. You do not know how many people do not back up their website. And suddenly there's a glitch, something goes wrong. And they're like, oh, my God, my site is gone or it's hacked or, or anything of that nature. So really, back up your damn website, too. Make sure that you have all of that stuff backed up so that way, just in case, you're not left in an alert. And the other thing I'm going to tell people is that they should have their domains, their URLs on auto-renew. So that because I've also seen people lose their domains because they didn't monitor it and suddenly – their domain's gone and someone else matches it up. So set that up for auto renewal. Set your computer up to be backed up automatically. Always check your phone, make sure it's backed up well before the Mercury retrograde. And above all, have a good tech person that you can rely on in case of an emergency. We're big fans of Nathan Briggs. Nathan is fabulous. <laughs> but there are, yes, there are other wonderful people out there. So get a good tech person on your team for those moments that are that Mercury Retrograde decides to snatch your business. Yeah, that's, I, I think that that's really, really important. And again, what Teresa said earlier, um, don't buy new tech during a retrograde period. If you know that, you're, that your computer is on its last breath, like, go buy a new computer now. Don't wait until yes. it breaks during Mercury Retrograde and then be in a situation where you have to buy it. Just go buy the new computer. Now, you know, I thought my hot water heater at the last Mercury retrograde of 2019, I thought my hot water heater was going to die. And so I, I had a, I paid for a repairman to come over and assess it. And it turned out I didn't need to get a new hot water heater, but mm-hmm. I was ready to buy one because I, I thought if, 
you know, it's going to break. It's going to break during the upcoming retrograde period, and I didn't want to buy a new one during that. So if you know that yeah. there's a new piece of tech that you need now, just go buy it. Go buy it before we get into Mercury retrograde territory. Um, and and if you and if you haven't done that, then you need to wait until after the retrograde is over, if you possibly can. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Now, Teresa, I want to ask about a slightly different business scenario with Mercury mm-hmm. Retrograde. What advice do you have for people who opened their business during the Mercury Retrograde? Maybe they didn't know about it at the time. Maybe, you know, they they knew, but they didn't think it was a big deal. What do you? What advice do you have for folks who do that? Well, you know, like I said earlier, you should never open your business or launch a new product during a Mercury retrograde. So my advice for people, if you've done that, is to do a relaunch. Pick an auspicious date. Get a good astrologer to help you. Pick a really good date. Do a relaunch. Do something where maybe it's a rebrand or maybe it's a grand reopening or something of that nature because I found that that really will help people to reboot the business on a good note. So all you got to do is just do a relaunch or a rebrand or something of that nature, and you'll be good. But make sure you pick a good date for it. Don't do it during another Mercury retrograde, by all means. Uh, that often will do the trick. I like it. I love that. I love that. And you said, Teresa, that it's okay to relaunch like a program, but do not Absolutely. launch in your experience. Don't, don't launch something that is, this is the first time you've offered it. But if you've got something that you offer like on a yearly basis and launch time is during Mercury retrograde, that's okay. Yep. It's totally fine. Anytime that I've ever, um, that I've ever been, you know, doing a relaunch of anything, if I've done it during a Mercury retrograde, it's always worked out just fine. It's just when you do something new, not a good time to do that at all. Love so. it. I love it. Oh, all right, good. folks. Well, that wraps up this episode of Talking Shop. So, Teresa, I feel like we covered a lot of good ground in this. What was your biggest takeaway? Hmm. Well, there were so many takeaways in this. I, I think that, you know, a lot of the talk that we did about the technology stuff uh, really just reinforces something that you and I both know. And it's something that I love getting out there to people so, so much. So, you know, everything that you shared about that has been very helpful. And uh, hopefully what I've shared, too, has been helpful for people. And by the way, you sharing your story about losing that <laughs> that manuscript, Bree, I was feeling your pain. The, the other thing I loved was your idea about having this other project to do during the Mercury retrograde. And I just think that's really, it's magical. So I love that. What about you? Anything you? You know, um, I love the fact that you reminded us not to buy new tech during the retrograde period. Because, I mean, this is a situation you often find yourself in, right? I remember mm-hmm. when my laptop, when my laptop died, I thought, I'm going to, I need to buy, I'm going to need to buy a new computer. And I, and I waited until Mercury went direct. I mean, it was right around Christmas, so it was okay. I just made do with my phone for those couple of weeks and I worked with my husband's laptop. Um, but I waited and I mean, I'm really glad that I waited. I think that's an important 
thing to emphasize because, you know, you will have from time to time uh, things fall apart during Mercury retrograde. And if you can just hold off on replacing until Mercury is direct, you it, it really does work out better. So I was glad that you reminded us of that. Right on. Well, that is a big mouthful of Mercury retrograde stuff, and I hope that this helps people who are listening in. <laughs> Mercury retrograde comes three times a year, by the way. I do want to add that. It comes three times a year, so yeah. this is information that, folks, you're certainly going to want to make sure that you keep in mind because Mercury retrograde seems to come around more than any other retrograde because it does. So... Yeah. That being said, before we sign off, a happy reminder, if you love Talking Shop, and we hope you do, don't forget that you can listen to all the previous shows for free by visiting the Talking Shop archives. You can go to thetarolady.com, hit on the podcast tab, click on the link for Talking Shop. You're right there. Free, where can they find these podcasts on your site? Just head over to briannasaki.com. Click on free resources and you will find both the current episode and you will also find the archives right there. Yay. All right, people, that's a wrap for this episode. Join us again next month for another round of Talking Shop. Until then, you can find me, Teresa, at thetarolady.com. Bree, where can they find you? Everyone, you can find me at com. Thank you again so much for listening. Keep taking action to build the mystical businesses of your dreams. Stay on your grind and make it a great month. We know you will. Yeah, yeah. I think. What about you? I really love what you brought up about structure. I mean, Saturn is so much about structure, as is Capricorn. And, you know, as we see some structures not working any longer, like this business as usual no longer works, really thinking about our own ways of running business and asking, well, what is and is not working for us? You know, I think that's a hugely important thing to do all of the time, but it's kind of nice because right now we're really supported by the planetary energy to do it in a very effective way. Absolutely. Absolutely. So lot we've got lots of good things to think about with this current um with this current uh, Saturn or with this current Saturn Pluto thing and I think it's gonna impact I think a lot of our businesses are gonna look different by the end of the year. Just my thoughts. So Yeah. I like it. So, last but not least, a few announcements. Teresa, is there anything you want our listeners to know about that's happening in your business world? Any upcoming classes, new projects, things like that? Well, you know, the biggest thing I want to tell people is that I have the AstroBiz Digest available. And the AstroBiz Digest is a weekly horoscope that is specifically for business owners. And it will map out all the things that are happening in the sky so that you can make great decisions about your business. What about you, Bree? Anything you want to share? You know, I have, first of all, I just have to say, I subscribe to the AstroBiz Digest. Um, and I actually, I pay for my subscription. And I love it so much. I use it every single week. And I think I told you this before. 
I like I can do all of the astrology, but it's so nice to have you do it so that I don't have to. <laughs> I so appreciate that. <laughs> well, I I love that. Yeah, because. I love it. It's a great service. So for me, um, the big news is that uh, Call to the Crossroads, which is a year-long training in various sacred arts and magical practices, is open for registration. Um, we're going to start in May, and this year's uh, course is going to be centered around my book, Making Magic. So we are going to look at making magic as a lifelong practice. And so we're going to talk about super practical things like time management for the busy magician, house blessing and house charming, all kinds of really good practical things. And so if you're interested in that, you can head over to my website and get all of the details. I love that. And people, you need to get over there. All right, people. Well, that's it. We are wrapping this up. Um, But before we sign off, a happy reminder. If you love Talking Shop, don't forget that you can listen to all of the previous shows for free by visiting the Talking Shop archives. Just go to thetarolady.com, hit on the podcast tab, click on the link for Talking Shop, and you're there. Bree, where can they find the podcasts on your site? Everyone, you can go to BrianaSafi.com, that's B-R-I-A-N-A-S-A-U-S-S-Y.com. You can click on the free resources tab, and both the current show and the archives will show up right there. Awesome. All right, well, that is a wrap for this episode, and please join us again for another Round of Talking Shop next month, and until then, you can find me, Teresa, at thetarolady.com. Bree, where can they find you? You all can find me at com. Thanks again, everyone, for listening. Keep taking action to build the mystical businesses of your dreams. Stay on your grind. Make it a great month. We know you will. be mad or terrified but you still got to keep doing your work because the world needs your work and you've got to remember that your work is needed do you have any advice for anybody who's coming out with their first book and they're getting freaked out about the prospect of a bad review you know my advice is that you have probably already said to yourself the harshest things about your work. Mm. In my experience, right, that inner critic, the inner voice, you know, whatever resistance is what Stephen Pressfield calls it, whatever you want to call it. I I work with published authors. I work with published authors that are New York Times bestsellers and win all kinds of prestigious literary prizes. And you would think, like, Oh, well, they don't have the same internal dialogue that I do about how my work is worthless and sucks and is terrible and nobody will ever want to read it. Um, but they do, right? Like every single author and writer that I have worked with, we all have this internal voice that pops up from time to time and is just totally not helpful. But the right. nice thing about it 
is that you have probably already said the harshest things about your work to yourself. And, and so the negative reviews that will come probably can't touch the self-criticism that you've already engaged in. And I think that that really takes the pressure off of everything, you know, because the fact of the matter is, is that you still accomplished what you set about to accomplish despite that inner negative voice. Like you still have a book or you still have a class or you still have a card deck or a workshop or whatever. So you know that you will survive because you have survived yourself in this respect. So I think that that's a helpful thing to remember. Absolutely. You will survive because you will. You will get through this. (laughs) Exactly. (sighs) So on that note, I think it is time to wrap up this episode of Talking Shop through Teresa. What was your biggest takeaway from this discussion? I love your rituals. I love, love, love the rituals. I mean, even just the simple act of washing your hands, putting on new clothes, when you're feeling upset about uh, a negative review, I just think that's such great advice because we really want to get that energy off of us as quickly as possible so we can keep on doing our work. So that was my favorite, favorite piece of advice. What about you? Anything that you enjoyed about this conversation? Any piece of advice that you're going to take away? Oh, my gosh, they were so... So, so much. Um, but I, you know, I really like the reminder, Teresa, that, that in the case of the fake negative reviews, you can, there is a protocol in a lot of places, and you can, you know, petition to have those removed. It may not always work, but I think that that gives people a practical action to take on, and my justice-loving Libran self approves of restoring justice. So I like oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you know, and I've I've had some fake ones that I've had taken down. Not all, but some. And it does feel empowering because I think one of the things that we need to know too is those review sites, they've originally it was a good idea to be able to leave reviews about books or businesses or whatnot, but they got kind of they ran amok. You know, there's a lot of trolls out there that got a lot of bad ideas. So Having a recourse for that or having the ability, again, to know that, you know, you're going to have to just face that because, unfortunately, these review sites often have opened the doors for people to be jerks for no reason, and you just got to get over it. So, But, yeah, we can go on and on about this, and we have to move along. And so before we sign off, a happy reminder, if you love Talking Shop, don't forget that you can listen to all of the previous shows for free. You can listen to them on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. Just look for Talking Shop with Teresa and Bree. You're going to find all the episodes there. You can also visit the Talking Shop archives on my website, thetarolady.com. Click on Podcasts, scroll on down to Talking Shop. It's all there. Bree, where can they find us on your site? You guys, head over to com. Click on the Free Resources tab. The archives and the current Talking Shop show will both show up there. And if you like this show, Please take a moment and leave a kind, speaking of reviews, leave a kind review on iTunes. Uh, that's good karma, guys. Come on now. Anyhow, it'll help more <laughs> metaphysicians. 
<laughs> it'll help more That's metaphysical right. business. Right. It'll help more metaphysical business owners find their way to talking shop. And that is a wrap for this episode. Join us again next month for another round of talking shop. Until then, you can find me, Teresa, at thetarotlady.com. Bree, where are you? Where are they going to find you? You guys can find me at com. Thanks again so much for listening. Keep taking action to build the mystical businesses of your dreams. You guys, stay on your grind. Make it a great month. We know you will. 